0: look excited what's up it's match day
1: ah okay okay <laughs> yeah okay. I are facing off Liverpool today so yeah I'm pretty
0: excited about that okay okay <laughs> how okay. are you okay I'm good how are you I can I can tell what do you mean you can uh, tell I'm how just... was your weekend uh it was okay it was nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary I don't know what you in you waiting but <laughs> yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. You actually gave me an assignment for the weekend and I yes, must I say I, I, I worked on your, your assignment mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I did. I did work on my assignment. How's your weekend been though?
1: Uh mine has been it's been interesting. Okay. Um spent most of it in the house. Oh, but yeah? I got to, to rest, um, I got to catch up on TV shows, I got to eat and it just you know if, with the weather it just it feels really, really good to just be outdoors and just have as much fun as you can
0: yeah 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 so and the
1: drive here was really good it was refreshing and mm-hmm. yeah i'm
0: just pumped Alrighty, I i can see by the excitement like yeah it's good you healed from your heartbreak so there was no heartbreak it's <laughs> good to have you back it's good to have you back today so what do you have for us in terms of our tv shows and chill show today okay so uh this
1: this past week was quite busy uh there was a lot of news that came out so we'll We'll have to dig into these pieces of news very quickly okay uh so the first piece of news uh archer sex life and umbrella academy have been renewed uh for seasons 13 season 2 and season 3 respectively uh the ff the FX hit uh animation uh archer was uh, was was renewed just last week by by fox and it's due to be released in 2022 there's no exact release date for that one but um 2022 is the date that they've set for that one it's with sex life as well uh the hit show from netflix yeah uh, yeah a very complicated show
0: yeah it is very complicated <laughs> like like very complicated uh,
1: it seems to have done really well uh in terms of viewership it was it was well, i think it was number one for quite some time mm-hmm. and uh we've officially gotten confirmation from netflix themselves that they've decided to renew it for a second season uh and then they also renewed uh, umbrella academy which did really well for the second season um, it was confirmed obviously that it was coming through but they've officially confirmed the the release date for being for Released it for 2022 as well So right. Sex Life and Umbrella Academy 2022 but no
0: exact date I don't think Sex Life needed a second season That's just like one series Where you watch one season And yeah. it gets concluded there I, there's, there's no need for a second season And I think that's a mistake that most of these networks Do when you make a TV yeah. show it's, it, it's a hit then they'll, they'll Think a second season is necessary Which isn't, I, I don't think it is necessary Yeah, for you know, It's
1: so funny because that's also something That we'll cover later on in in regards to netflix itself mm-hmm. and most of their like international foreign shows uh so we'll dig into that like later on but i do agree uh, i don't think sex life needed a a second season i think one season was enough to tell the the overall story arc but like you've said you know these studios are really about money and and, and enough revenue and whatnot so you find they end up pushing for more seasons which somehow may have a negative impact on the show itself.
0: Yeah I think that's the thing that happened with um, what's this tv show that had Terrence Howard and Uh, was that Empire? Empire yes Empire Empire. started off real good (laughs) like the first season was good then they saw the numbers they rushed season two and then you know that I think Empire
1: is the first show that I personally can think of that was rushed yep i i know of many seasons of many shows sorry that will be renewed for maybe a a third or final season or whatever but they never rushed the release date but for some reason empire was just so freaking good for fox that they decided to push forward the the release for the second season Uh and it was released i think of just a few months after the the first season had ended if i'm not mistaken so it, it was bound to fail it was bound to fail and now empire is like a thing of the past no one really talks about empire yeah anymore. like
0: it's, it's just forgotten yeah, like nobody forgotten talks about, about empire it.
1: so i think just uh, creatives need to need to have a they need to have a role that they play in in regards to whether or not they wish to continue or cancel a show yeah. you know, I think sometimes even though you have a studio which has a lot of creative control and will tell you hey listen, we'd like another season, the show is really good I think as a creator you kind of have to step back and say I don't think a season is necessary Yeah, and in most cases that's how you have a creator of a show leave due to creative differences that they had with the studio, but you still have your pride intact but when you have you as the showrunner, as the creator of the show ruin your own baby in such a way it, it's quite sad really so it was, it was very sad to see the way Empire went down. Uh, obviously, the creator now is, is doing other things, and I just hope it will be different for him this time around.
0: Alrighty, uh, let's move on to the next piece of news.
1: Alright, so in the next piece of news, Netflix uh, has hinted that they will be looking to add a spin-off to the Stranger Things universe. Okay. Uh, we haven't yet heard of exactly what the spin-off will focus on, but they have been hinting that they'll, they'll, they'll have a show that will center around 11 which i found to be very funny because stranger things as it is kind of focuses mostly on her character mm-hmm. so it wouldn't make sense to remove 11 from the project and then have her in a different show unless it will be a, an issue of a prequel but then again that won't really make sense because um, she's already young in the first yeah season, that's the thing so that's the who thing. are you going to cast to portray that character before the events of stranger things so it, it doesn't make sense uh, they did try to uh, have a spin-off with uh, a certain episode that aired, if I'm not mistaken, was that the second or third season? must have been the second or third, which had a uh, move to a different town to go see her sister or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it honestly, didn't fare well amongst the fans, so that never moved forward. So I don't think um, Stranger Things needs a spin-off. I think if anything, Stranger Things needs to end it needs to end because the the last season was was good i really enjoyed it but when you have the same type of storyline moving from the first season to the to the current season you start to lose the emotional weight that you attach to a show because you know the characters will come out okay you know they won't die you know it'll go in such a way and then end in such a way because the formula continues to work for, for for netflix in stranger things I mean, even the, the, the main character, the police chief, who we all thought was dead, I knew he was going to survive. And then in, in season four, it turns out he is alive. And when you start doing that, what you end up making is a storyline that will never be as fulfilling for people. Yeah. The reason why Game of Thrones did so well with the audience is because there were consequences for actions of our characters.
0: And And they were not scared to kill off characters Like Ned Stark for instance Like everybody was just shocked Like How how do you kill off such an important character In the first few episodes of of the first season when,
1: When you have a show that is not afraid to take bold steps You engage with your fans Obviously people won't be happy with all the decisions you make but they'll respect the show because there are consequences that, that do take place.
0: Yeah. I don't know how many times you said you've stopped watching Game of uh, Thrones. Like, every season there was something yeah. that they used to do. And then you always come yeah, back. Yeah, then you always come back. you always watch. come back. Yeah. And,
1: until they ruined it, but... That's a story for another day Yeah, that's, um, that's like
0: a, a whole different topic on its own Still in the
1: spin-off business Amazon themselves have also decided to greenlight A spin-off for their hit show The Boys okay. uh, They haven't yet given a title But it should be released uh, as well next year uh, this one will focus on uh, Votes uh, College. Uh, votes is a company that does the, the the work for the superheroes in the boys. They basically do PR, they sponsor them, they, they do mega deals around them. So this will not focus on the characters themselves in the boys series, but just uh, a different version of like heroes in college and whatnot. Uh, the wrap uh, reports that uh, agent Carter Allums, uh Michelle Fazaker's, and Tara Butler, Butler, sorry, will be the showrunners of the show after Mr. Rosenberg uh, quit sometime last year due to creative differences. So I'm looking forward to that one as well.
0: Yeah, that's another thing about spin-offs. They are not very successful most of the times. You know, they'll do a spin-off. Like I, I remember, they did a, a spin-off of the back, Blacklist mm-hmm. that didn't do so well. It was cancelled, and that's just the thing about spin-offs. But I think Better Call Saul has been one of those spin-offs that yes. were successful.
1: The, the reason why Beta Corso was successful is because you have a character who is beloved by fans. It's not enough to just create a spin-off of, of something as good as Breaking Bad. You need to have a character that people uh, already liked yeah. or were at least uh, emotionally connected with. So it makes it very easy to move from the main show and then focus on these characters. But when you have a character who you perceive to be loved by the fans but is not loved by the fans... That's how you have shows like The Blacklist not doing really well. I don't understand why Hollywood continues to make this mistake and I feel it's going to be the same way with The Boys because, I mean, everyone loves The Boys because of the characters in The Boys. It's not just because of the superheroes in the show. It's because of the characters that have been created for that season in particular. Mm -hmm. So when you move away from that and you try to do something, it rarely works. That's why um, you have the originals, which worked because people were, you know, were connected to Klaus and his family. Yeah, it worked that way. But then, when you're looking at the the other the other spin-off, I've just forgotten the title, but I think it focuses on his kid or something. It it's not doing as well as the originals. It's still going. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it's just not as engaging because no one is that connected to the characters. So it's important that they try and do that, but they always make that mistake.
0: That's Hollywood. That's yeah, it Hollywood is. Hollywood for you. Yeah, it
1: is. And um, in our in our second piece of, third piece of news, sorry, uh,
0: Squid Game. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. It's on my to-watch list. You
1: eh? have to see Squid Game. It's on Game. my to watch it, list
0: because I've, I've been seeing it all over social media. Like, everybody's just talking about Squid Game. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, this is on my next.
1: It's It's been doing really, really well. Um, it's, it's, it's gotten a huge fan base. And it's quite impressive that you have people now appreciating foreign shows on netflix yeah i think that's been something that most people have always been a bit reluctant about um sometimes it's due to the the dub versions that most people don't like people don't like the whole dub issue and then you have people who hate reading subtitles but for some reason squid game has just it's it's made so much noise that in 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 south korea there's a, a a mobile company that's actually suing Netflix due to the fact that they've overloaded their network. Yeah, I
0: saw that on yeah. Twitter. Then I'm like, I'm like, wow. Like you're <laughs> getting more subscribers to your network. Why
1: are you? Ah, honestly, I I, I died when I saw that headline. I thought it was very it was very funny. But I think it just goes to show how popular the show is. Uh, you have the the fact that the the number that's on the on the card. Yeah. You you get to see that when you see it. Uh, has been receiving a lot of prank calls from people because it's a real number, which I don't understand why they would do that because in most cases, uh, a studio will have a fake number. They'll either add a number or remove a number from a mobile number, but they added a real number. So the person has been getting a lot of prank calls and then uh, the bank account, uh, there's a bank account number that does show in the show uh it turns out some people have been making reportedly been making donations to that account and it's uh, an account for the crew member of the show actually oh yeah yeah so it's it's that beloved my only issue though and this is now coming back to the discussion we're having about netflix not knowing when to end the show is how they've decided to renew it for a second season okay now don't get me wrong um i love squid game i think it's an interesting show. I think it's bold. I think it's 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 got intensity. It's it's got everything, but it's not a season or a show that deserved to go past season one. The storyline itself was was quite simple. One season was enough to tell the story from the beginning to the middle to the end. But what Netflix decided to do, and I'm not sure if it's the creator himself or Netflix, towards the end of the of the of the last episode, decided to create um a a scenario that allows for a second season to be done okay and i normally don't have a problem with that if the the storyline itself was hinted at in the beginning but what what happens when you try and overdo things and introducing new elements in the end is you don't have much to go on with in the second season and i feel if they don't really play their cards right it's really going to suffer in the second season and it might maybe even go for three or four more seasons but it will suffer in terms of content content
0: how many episodes does the first season have mm, should be eight or ten okay yeah could be wrong but
1: eight or ten because netflix is now doing like eight to ten episodes
0: yeah that's one thing about uh, about about uh tv shows of late you remember way back when we just started watching tv uh tv yeah. shows it would be a, a season would have about 24 episodes yeah but then now it's reduced to about 13 then 10 then others are doing 8 and you know that's funny because netflix uh kind of
1: made that setup more popular back then like you said it would always be 22 to 24 episodes but they started with about 13. 13 was their max but decided to reduce and i think what you end up doing is telling so many different stories without having to to have filler episodes because what, you've, what you notice with a lot of these shows Like The Flash for example is It, it takes a whole season to tell a storyline But there's some episodes that you feel are really irrelevant yeah. So when you have uh, A show that focuses on 10 to 8 episodes You don't have time for filler episodes You just start from the beginning The plot is very intricate And everything happens in a in an organic way It doesn't feel like there's there's a there's a step forward and then you take a step back to focus on other characters so you you're able to have a storyline that moves in a in a very linear manner and it, it, it's organic in a way so yeah you could say squid game itself was really good i liked it but the fact that they've decided to try and create a scenario where you have a second season i think it's going to be problematic and you could you can tell how netflix has been making these mistakes with the other foreign shows i'll give you an example of looping Uh Season one of Lupin was very good. I loved season one. But I didn't think it needed a second season. And when you watch the second season, you notice how a lot of things were not making sense. You know, the storyline dragged a lot. And when you have a storyline do that, what you end up having is you you bore your audience. Because at that point, they're saying, okay, why didn't the character do this? Why didn't they do that? And that's exactly what happened with Lupin.
0: And the funny thing is that they're actually creating a third season of that. Exactly.
1: So So that's a problem already. And another, another example of that is Money Heist. Yeah. Money Heist seasons one and two are not done by Netflix, right? Yeah. So when Netflix saw how popular the show was, they reached out to the creators and I told them, hey, listen, we'd like you to do maybe a third or fourth season. Creators were okay with that. And I didn't have an issue with the third season. I think the third season made sense. You know, these guys got away with whatever they needed to get away with, but they were bored. And the actions of one of the characters brings about these other consequences. So yeah. that made sense for me. But then the fourth season came and then everything just seemed to move at a pace that is so generic because you've seen it happen so many times before. It doesn't have that intensity that you'd expect from from Money Heist. And if it's season or is it part five, Yeah, uh, part A of part five of part five, It I couldn't even finish it, actually. I, I, I ended I think on the, the fourth episode or something and I'll just wait until December for the second half of the, of the final season to come out because you have the same things happening over and over again and while that may be exciting for some, what you tend to do is, is the same thing I was telling you about Stranger Things you just tend to get bored because yeah. it's the same thing, and they made the mistake with Elite as well. It's a Spanish show. The first three seasons were really good, and then they decided to renew it for a fourth season, despite the fact that most of the character events had already ended by the third season. And I think that's also something that's going to happen with Blood and Water as well.
0: Yeah, that's and that's the thing about Netflix. They keep yeah. on dragging these shows. They show. keep they, on dragging like, the shows. They should know when to end the and show. It's
1: quite sad because they would drag a show due to the popularity but they'll cancel other good shows yeah you know like up to this day there's quite a number of people who did not like the way they, they canceled the oa or the way they canceled Sense8. but you had 13 reasons why going for more than one season yeah i don't understand i like don't it, understand exactly. why 13
0: reasons why yeah. like 13 reasons why was supposed to end on the first season because then they had given us all the 13 reasons why she she exactly. actually
1: and now you have a storyline that focused on different characters, and I, I don't know. I just I, I couldn't do that. So yeah, I hope Netflix learns from from the mistakes that keep on popping up with their shows and try to co- just have. If you're going to have a three season arc, make it a three season arc.
0: Yeah, actually, a show that goes beyond three seasons just starts to get boring, and yeah. they start repeating and uh, repeating. Yeah. So now um shows have been coming back uh the regular shows like mm. uh the good doctor is mm. back that's season yeah. five of the good doctor mm. season five of 911 mm. is also back season four of the rookie mm. then today it's the final episodes of uh, billions is it mm. season five yeah uh the finale of mm. of billions then swat also season five of swat yeah. uh returned a million little things season four of a million little things returned mm. chicago med Uh, also returned New Amsterdam has has also returned FBI has uh, returned then there's FBI Most Wanted and they've added uh, a third FBI FBI International International, I saw the first episode I thought it was okay because it was connected to the other two FBI's but the second episode very shaky uh, not convinced about mm. FBI International. I would have to be convinced. But one thing about about Dick Wolf, he's the creator of all the three FBIs, yeah. is um, FBI Most Wanted started shaky as well.
1: Yeah, I think usually when you have a, a spin-off show, sometimes it, it takes time for it to to you know to to find its footing. But I think International would do really well Like you said Dick Wolf is someone Who has been in the game For a very long time yeah. So for him to To give permission for, for the show To be to be told in that way He obviously has a plan And the studio The, the network trusts him So I think if, if you just give it enough time It will find its footing But I think the only the main reason why the first episode was really good is because, like you said, it connected. It to connected the, to the, the other two. Shows. Yes. Yeah. So it made sense for you to be engaged like yeah. that. Yeah. I think if you just give it some time, it it will it will try and like you know make sense.
0: Yeah. We'll see how the the third episode is, but the second episode, wow, I was just I was just like bored throughout the whole episode. I'm like, what's what's this? But yeah, that's Dick Wolf. So we'll give it just a benefit it of a doubt. Cheers. Yeah. So, so in our final
1: in our final piece. um, we, we did give you an assignment
0: yeah yeah you week. did you yeah did. Uh,
1: we, we 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 had to look at sex education and i asked you to just see a few episodes and then let me know what you think so what did you think
0: yeah i actually did i i, I saw two episodes yesterday mm-hmm. and then midway through the first episode i was like oh why has it taken <laughs> me so long to watch this Eh, and yeah eric is an interesting character he is eric is an interesting character adam 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 is is, is strange Eh, adam is strange but then you know
1: the, the thing I like about sex education is you never really know who is a, a bad person and who is yeah. a good person. It it kind of reminds me of the of the way characters were told in Game of Thrones where someone's a villain but their motivations are kind of understandable. Yeah. You know, so when you look at a character like Adam, he's a bully, you know, he's someone who on paper you should dislike. But there's always something about him that you yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of in yeah, that's intrigued the thing. about,
0: especially his home situation, exactly. and you kind of want to sympathize with him because exactly. of uh, his home situation. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I think when you when you continue watching the show, you come to appreciate him as a character. I don't say anything more, but um, obviously by next week we should be able to discuss a few more episodes and yeah. how far you've gone from there.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of villains as well, do you consider um, Bobby Axe from Billions a villain or? You see, the thing about
1: uh, that's a very that's tough question. Yeah, I think um, I think Bobby is a very complex character. Yeah. Okay. Uh, much like his adversary Chuck, uh, they both have they're good. They're yeah, giving a complex
0: traits. answer. It was.
1: Th- no, no, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get there. Okay. Um, you see, the thing is about uh, the thing about life is, you know, it's not as as simple as it is like in the movies where you have a guy who's a person who's just bad and a person who's just good and back then movies used to have this thing of telling storylines in a one-dimensional way so if a person was good they were good throughout a few mistakes here and there but they're good throughout Mm -hmm. and if you have a bad character they were bad throughout but lately the the storylines are getting more complex the motivations are getting more complex so for bobby i honestly don't know is he a good guy is he a bad guy i don't know i honestly don't know but each time each time Chuck and Bobby are going at it, I'm always siding with Bobby.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. like that's the thing. You just want him to win. Every he, he's, time. he's But I think he's a bad guy. He's like the bad guy that you love to that you that
1: you, that you love to love. Yeah, but that's the thing though, because yes, he is bad, but he's still a character who does just as much good. Yeah, you know. And and even though most of his his decisions are purely out of spite or revenge, uh, revenge. And revenge He's still methodical In how he does things So you find In in some situations You appreciate him Being the person that he is And in other times Not appreciating him I remember there was a time He was in a relationship With uh, some character I've just forgotten her name And they were were doing so well But then he still Betrayed her Because that's just who he is Because he had to so, there's times where you dislike him, there's times you like him. So, I don't know. I honestly don't have an answer for Bobby. I but the thing
0: know. with Wendy, we, we actually saw it coming. And, like, it's been a long time coming. And that's the it's thing. Like, with, 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 with Wendy,
1: I always thought it was just a very platonic friendship. Because Chuck did have an issue with it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, he did. And, I mean, even Axelrod himself never really showed as many hints. But the last two seasons, you could tell there was really something there. And I just hope the their relationship isn't ruined by what they've decided to do. I haven't yeah. seen... Um, I'm yet to see the... No, actually, I actually didn't see the last episode. i made to see today's episode. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Today's
0: episode is, is the yeah. finale and yeah. and it looks like he's finally going to take an L, eh?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think even if he does take the L, he'll bounce back. Because mm-hmm. the thing about Bobby is he's not different from um, from other characters in, in Suits, for example. You know, you had um, Mike was always on the losing end but somehow used to bounce back him yeah. and Harvey always found a way to bounce back yeah so he will probably take an L but by the the beginning of next season or mid next season he would have p- probably recovered from that
0: Alrighty. so today we're not taking a break because we've got so much to unpack so yes, we're just we going to dive Go into right into movies. the
1: movies yes okay so in our first uh, piece of news for movies uh, sister, sister act three has confirmed uh, the director uh this it's is taken forever yeah it has but finally it's mo- it's moving forward uh the high school musical series creator tim federal has been confirmed as the director for the third upcoming installment for the sister act franchise whoopi is Goldberg whoopi back of course of oh course. yeah she like there's no back. sister act without whoopi Goldberg. yeah she said to come back uh there's no uh details as to whether or not her character will be um will, will have a huge role in the in the show or it will be a case of just continuing the storyline from where it ended because if, you, if you've noticed, a lot of movies that have a resurgence of some sort don't have the main characters playing a bigger role as they with, as they used to back yeah yeah, yeah yeah. so she'll probably be a mentor or to some some woman or some person who's on the run and it's probably going to be in the same situation but we we'll, we we'll, we we'll find out as more details are given and
0: we haven't heard from Whoopi Goldberg in a very long time like i haven't seen a movie that has whoopi goldberg in a very long time yeah i think she's
1: busy with her i think she hosts a talk show or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. actually yeah, so she, i think that does keep her a bit busy yeah. and she does have a few roles in um in tv shows. Recently she was in The Stand A miniseries based on Stephen King's work And she was pretty good in it Though she didn't have a major role. I think she's also just tired.
0: I mean, she's yeah, been I the think she's done a lot of it. Yeah, she's yeah. done from the days of And How long ago did we
1: watch yeah, Seraphine? Yeah. So um, I think maybe she's just now trying to relax and then see what else she can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in our second piece of news, uh, Bridgerton's Reggie Jean Page uh, has been cast in an untitled heist thriller from Noah Holy and the Russo brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah Holy, who most people know as the creator and writer of FX's uh, Legion and Fargo. Is set to pen the script for the untitled uh, thriller, with uh, the Russo brothers also set to produce. Uh, there's no director yet, so we'll probably see how that will go. okay, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited for 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 for, for Reggie. Um, after Bridgeton, his his career is just you know, it's just, it's just like had a perfect surge and then he's also uh, slated to be in a a new movie Dragons or Dragons and Dungeons if I'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. Uh, he's also been rumored to be one of the people who is being considered for James Bond yeah so we'll we'll probably get to hear more news from him in regards to that but I'm I'm, I'm really happy for him and I mean it's the Russo brothers and you've got Noah so it's probably going to be something that will have a lot of people intrigued
0: alrighty right. uh, not so much news in terms of movies, eh? Like oh, been...
1: Yeah, it, it it hasn't been as busy. Uh, but, I mean, with the pandemic going down now, you have quite quite a number of news coming up. And that's why I was even telling you, like, today is going to be a bit busy. Because on the, on the movie front as well, we have quite a number of things to discuss. Alrighty. Yeah, so for the third piece of news, um, I really don't know how to feel about this one. But uh, Ridley Scott has confirmed That Gladiator 2 is in the works Okay Um, He he recently had an interview Where he was um, open enough to say They're working on the script for the sequel And he'll start working on it After he's done with his uh, Recent movie that he's filming Kit Bag Which stars Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon Um, We really don't know if Russell Crowe Is coming back But I don't know how he's going to come back Seeing how the first Gladiator movie ended Mm -hmm. And I don't think a sequel is needed for this one, <laughs> you
0: know, I really, I really don't understand why Hollywood keeps doing this. Yeah, it's like they're just recycling. Eh? Yeah, they keep going back to the it, old stuff and they, remaking whatever it is yeah, that we've they, already seen. They really need to stop doing that. But I mean, you know,
1: uh, we'll see. But I I, I, I just don't see how Gladiator Two is going to make enough noise coming forward I mean that one was the first one was just it was perfection yeah it was
0: good it was Russell Crowe was
1: good yeah. in that some things thing. just should end the way they end yeah. you know you don't need to continue doing things in such a way but I mean hey like you know you, you never really know um I think now we, we go forward to discussing um uh, James Bond okay. as, as we said earlier on mm-hmm. uh the, the producer recently spoke uh to the media and I mean this is Daniel Craig's last movie by the way uh, No Time to Die Yeah. And there's been a lot of speculation as to who the next James Bond is going to be. So she was recently asked about it and uh, she stated that uh, there's no plans of uh, casting anyone until next year. So as it stands, the front runners, uh, according to the media, are Idris Elba, uh, Tom Hardy, uh, Henry Cavill, Richard Madden, Uh, those who are not familiar with him, he starred in The the Bodyguard and played uh, Ned Stark's son. in in Game of Thrones, yeah yeah what yeah, what's his name again? The one who was killed at the Red Wedding.
0: Uh, you see, I, I've actually forgotten as yeah, well. That's How yeah, far back Game yeah, of Thrones has the, the, been? The, eh?
1: That main guy, and then he's also yeah. said to be in in the Eternals movie. So he's in the running as well. We've got Michael Fassbender from the X Men franchise as well, and. Uh, Reggie Jean Page, of course. Though so for him, he's not the front runner. Mm-hmm. But uh, the front runners are, are the, the names that I've given. If
0: if the pick was 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 up to you, who would you choose as the next James Bond? I would choose Henry Cavill. Why? Um, Henry is because of Superman.
1: No, not just that. You know, the, the thing about Henry is he's he's got this charisma about him. He takes his role very, roles very seriously, and it's it's kind of funny because he actually uh, auditioned for 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 James Bond. Um, a few years back when he was beaten by Daniel Craig. Yeah. And then, you know, with, uh, with a Superman character as well, he also auditioned and then was, was beaten by Brandon Roth. And then, obviously, we know how Superman 2006 ended. You know, yeah. it wasn't really good Superman Returns, sorry. And then he got to be cast as, as the Man of Steel. And I think it, it would make a lot of sense to have him, you know, have all these roles in the bag. We've seen him in The Man from Uncle. Um, i don't know if you've seen it yeah i've seen it i've seen it It was really good he played a spy of course he was playing an american spy but you could tell he has the charisma he has the edge about him we saw him in mission impossible the the recent one and he was extremely good in that one he has the physicality he has the, the the sarcasm he has the sex appeal he basically embodies what james bond should be
0: so i'm just going to assume you're not a fan of the black james bond
1: no i'm not i'm not a fan of a black james bond i'm not a fan of a woman james bond and the reason is is pretty clear. Um, Daniel Craig summed it up really well. He said there's a a character like James Bond should not be played by a black person or a woman not because you know it's the wrong thing to do but you should have storylines that are character driven you know so instead of having a black James Bond why don't you have a character in the James Bond universe who can push forward a black a spy yeah, instead yeah. of having a, a woman james bond why don't push forward uh, in the same universe or in a different universe uh, a character who's able to continue the 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 journeys of of a woman who's either black or white depending on exactly what the producers are looking for and in an organic way because when you're when you're when you're doing this thing of race bending or sex bending characters what happens is you take away the 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 the, the, the fairness of it all because you don't have that character for long you know you cast a black person this time around they'll reboot it and they'll cast a white person again you need to have a character that's yours alone you know the same way we have Black Panther we know Black Panther always be played by a black character yep. you know we know Shang chu always be played by an Asian, Asian. character mm-hmm. but if you have people saying oh no let's have a black Iron Man or let's have a an Asian um, Iron Man or an, an Asian Captain America that never really works because you don't have them to yourselves so you have for example a war machine you know, War Machine is a black character. That's, that's his character. He will always be War Machine. But then if you have Rhodey, say, oh, no, let's have a black Tony Stark. What you're doing is you're given an opportunity, yes, for representation, but only for a short period of time. But when you have Rhodey, Rhodey will always be there. Shang-Chi will always be there. T'Challa will always be there to be played by characters of their ethnicity. So I'm not a fan of, of, of a black person or an Asian person playing James Bond. Not because it's it's going to cause confusion because it usually does but because you're robbing the, the fans of exactly what would benefit them in the long run you know we have Idris now then maybe tomorrow we'll have someone else yeah. so I'm, I'm not a fan of that alright so we have to wrap it up we have to wrap it up and and unfortunately so for our final piece of news um we we had a discussion last week about Scarlett Johansson and Disney. Yeah. Uh Finally, they've decided to to settle their issues out of court. Mm-hmm. Uh, reportedly, she'll be getting forty million okay. um, from that. So, which is pretty good. Yeah, which is good. Uh, for and all. they both issued statements uh, stating that they are open to working together in the future. Uh, she's already slated to to star in the Tower of Terror movie uh, under Disney. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's really good that they resolved it in a way that. Is different from the way other studios have handled the the issues with their directors and creatives and whatnot, and I'm just happy that Disney finally saw the error in their ways and decided to pay out what was what was owed. Alrighty, it's been an awesome
0: having you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we do hope that you have you again next <laughs> week. We Yeah, we do hope you that we have you. We do hope that we have you next yeah, so, week. Yeah, so, yeah, looking
1: forward to, to coming back next week. All
0: right, uh, some shout-outs before we get up. I uh,
1: just want to shout-out to everyone who's tuned in, uh, my brother especially. Um, just, you know, thank you for the support and the encouragement. Uh, it, it means a lot. So, yeah.
0: Oh, do I get a request? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, uh,
1: sure uh, I'd like you to play me R&B Crime by August Regal.
0: Alrighty, I'll, in the few minutes that we have, I'll look for it. I'll definitely look for it. So this is how we shut down TV shows and chill for this particular week. You're looking out to my TV shows and sugar. It is 53 minutes past 13. Still hanging out on the weekend remedy with Pillsbury up until the hours of 14. Let's shut it down like this.